Hi, welcome to Not So Secret, the secret life of us podcast. My name is Ellen. My name is Jim. This week we're talking about episode six, Expect the Unexpected. And look, what an episode it was. It wasn't unexpected, but it was great. I just want to say before we even get into it, this episode was incredible. It was really good. I, I think it's actually the first episode I've genuinely loved yeah. and been like, oh, this is so good. I want yeah. to end. There were moments during it, I think, while I've watched other episodes, because obviously, as we've said, we take notes while we watch it, and there's been other episodes where I'm just, like, constantly sort of taking notes, and, like, I'm like, yeah, okay, but, like, this episode, I just stopped taking notes, and yeah. like, I was, like, really into the show. Yeah, like, I was, was thinking so that I had fewer notes than I normally do, yeah. but I was like, there's so much going on, and, yeah. like, I just wanted to keep watching it, and actually, early on, before it really even got to the meat of the episode, I was like, oh, I feel like the show is really settled in, I can mm-hmm. really attach these characters, and now yeah. it's really... Off the rewards. Yeah, they're really strong emotional responses for me to a lot of the stuff that was happening, which I guess we'll get into, like, Richie's plotline and Alex and Gabrielle's plotline, yeah. both really, I was, like, yelling out loud. Yeah. For real this time. Like, I was actually yelling out loud because I was like, oh, I feel so strongly for yeah. these people. Suddenly, suddenly <laughs> yeah. it's happened and I'm like, oh my god. It's yeah. like, they've done the hard work for the last Even time. Miranda, too. Like, mm. I was just really feeling connected to everyone. Except yeah. for Will and Sam. I but mean, they were an that's never going to happen. Yeah. I think it might happen for Will. Maybe. them together, I'm like, I don't care. Let's go back to what's happened with everyone this week. Maybe we can start with Will and Sam, who were kind of the afterthought plotline. Yeah, Will and Sam weren't the key plotline. They basically got kind of together. Mm -hmm. It seemed like... I guess they want to just kind of position it as, like, a more of a normal courting process, not with, like, this uneven levels of desire. Like, they both seem pretty into it. I can't remember yeah. really how it happened. They really just had, like, kind of a few cute scenes where it was like, oh, they were kind of, like, flooding. There was this gross bit where, like, they're walking together and Sam is talking about her, like, childhood soccer team. And <laughs> yeah. then Will just, like, kisses her and then she's like, okay, and then, like, keeps talking and then he kisses her again. She's like, where did that come from? He's like... I just wanted to stop you talking. Yeah. And she was like, ah, like, this is so cute. I'm like, no, that is not cute. Yeah, I was kind of confused about that was. I was like, huh? All I can think is, like, heterosexual dating is so strange. Like, why are these really things Google where like, he's just like, I wanted you to shut the hell up. She's like, oh, it's so romantic. Like, I'm like, what? Yeah, and, like, all the other scenes were sort of them just holding each other at random points. Like, yeah. At one point, Evan's like, you guys are making me sick. And I was like... Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so that was basically them. Evan, speaking of. Evan's plotline was interesting too. Um, mm. So Evan turns out how to publish her. I feel like I'm almost certain they didn't mention that. They that never mentioned that because I was like, oh. That's why so we were so confused. Yeah. And all it would have taken was a line being like, oh, I got an advance. Yeah. The hard thing about an advance is you've got to live up to expectations. He has. Yeah, he has a lot of space to talk about his life in his voiceover. But yeah, so apparently he had a publisher, he finished his book, and then he Mm. brought it to the publisher, and they said it had potential, but couldn't accept it in its current state. Yeah. And then he was super upset. And my thought about that was because Alex asked him if there's another chance, and he's like, yeah, there is, but I'm not going to do it. And I'm like, dude, the whole point of being a writer is like, of course, you're going to get rejected. Uh, Oh, so it's it's shocking that at 25 or however old you are, you have a publisher. Yeah. Already. Apparently pretty shit at everything else in your life so like i don't know I was yeah i think he was just upset i assume that there won't be they better like i'm sure he won't abandon it and yeah, i feel no. like alex took the manuscript he wanted to throw it in the bin and i feel like she took it out of the room yeah yeah and then he went to carmen's arms oh. 
Well, it's strange because initially he celebrated the publishing with Alex mm-hmm. and she was like, why aren't you with Carmen? And he kind of said, I want to share with you. Yeah. But then they arranged to have a drink and Alex comes home from work early with some wine mm-hmm. and then he's gone to Carmen's. And he, it was kind of bizarre, but amazing. He arrives at Carmen's door and he's just like, it's like a sobby baby, and she's like, oh, <laughs> she's like in. the mother. She's like, like such a mother. She's like, Shh, sh, sh. <laughs> but I would, my note on that was like, masculinity is so weird. Yeah, because he goes to call her, and he's like, no. No, oh, no. Alan yeah. goes over and just cries. Right, like, I was like, where is their relationship at? Yeah. Like, in terms of having the sense of where the relationships are, like, sometimes you're like, wait, they're at that level of intimacy. And his final voiceover was like, Can you know when you're about to fall in love? Or is it so unexpected and unpredictable that it's on you before you even knew it was coming? And I was like, so Evan's idea of love is staying over for the night after he's turned up but crying on his doorstep. Didn't he already say he loved her in, like, Two episodes ago? No, I think she said she was falling in love with him. Right, okay. And then he like yeah. freaked out. But he was like, oh my god, I'm like not just having sex with her. Therefore, this is like a whole new thing. Yeah, it was super weird. I don't know. It just got really... I'm surprised that she wasn't like, wait, what? Why yeah. are you crying at my door? Because previously there had been such a thing about boundaries and yeah. him trying to appear a certain way. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Kelly... So Kelly, she was probably the bit that the theme of the episode, Expect the Unexpected, was built around a lot. Mm-hmm. About her and Joseph, that guy she's been seeing on mm-hmm. the Nick Cave, young Nick Cave. <laughs> young Nick Cave, we'll just call um, that. Young Nick Cave, and it just like, so he would just rock up at her house and be like, can I come in and sleep with you? And Although like, her bed sheet, her like dude no. set, I was like, man, that's Australia. Yeah. <sighs> Kelly, I don't know. But then... Her. Okay, this is going to be my MVP, yeah. so like maybe we can talk about it then. But basically, Kelly and Joseph are no more. Yeah, and it yeah. was a great, it was a great, great end. And yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about that MVP. Yeah. The other plot line, because now getting to the three main plot lines, so this mm-hmm. episode had a lot. It was yeah, really good. Yeah, yeah. So Alex and her surgery. So we actually oh. had a kind of interesting surgery thing at work, mm-hmm. and I was shocked that the show really went there and was quite good about it. Mm-hmm. Basically, an infant described as a female, mm-hmm. who had an enlarged clitoris from mm-hmm. a sort of hormone distribution that the family had the baby thought was a penis and they thought mm-hmm. it was a male. And then the whole episode was about whether they wanted to have surgery mm-hmm. to like correct, that's in the comments, yeah. correct the enlarged clitoris. Mm-hmm. But it got really interesting because Alex was really quite adamant that she's like, no, the research says we need to wait until she's old enough to consent for herself. There was all this other stuff as well about like the female orgasm because she was like, you know, there's no medical reason why we have to correct this. There's no risk or anything. And mm-hmm. if we do do the surgery, it might impact on her ability to have an orgasm in the future. Mm-hmm. And then the dad of the child is like, I don't care, she's going to need to look normal. Mask a dad. Oh. Yeah, and he was so invested in what his daughter's clitoris looked like. Yeah, oh. I know. I was like, dude, there was a line, and I'm going to get into this later as well, but there was a line where they were like, he's not going to be able to bond with his daughter. Oh, like, I laughed at that. Because I was like, of her clitoris? Like, that's <laughs> weird. And it was just an interesting examination. It really reminded me from the outset, even before they got into the topic of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, another one of my guilty pleasure shows. <laughs> I was like, wow, like, they're getting into the whole, like, a case each week, which, like, I hope mm. kind of happens because it's kind of I great. totally thought about that. But there's, like, a similar plot line in Grey's Anatomy. Right. And I was just like, I'm enjoying this aspect to the show. Like, it would be, you know, you were saying you want to see more of them at work. Yeah, and, totally. like, It's kind of a nice change just from the group of the six friends. And this is kind of what I'm asking for when I want the um, employment stuff. Like, it was kind of like a non-personal drama yeah. thing. And I'm like, the show needs that. Yeah. Like- 
And like maybe with Kelly, there's something that could be introduced there as well with her matchmaking. Yeah, I would love to see a bit of Will's work. Like, I think that would be interesting. Like, building, building, trade. Like, there's so much going on there that I feel like Mm. you don't see much of on TV. True. Yeah, unexplored territory. I'm like, do you just want to see some guys in shorts, Jim? (laughs) After this episode, I shouldn't be complaining about anything. Look. Let's just talk about Miranda, who had, like, right. a little side thing. Yeah. This episode, where she was a karaoke champion. It was great, though. It was... Okay. I don't quite understand. So she sings this first song in the competition, and they're kind of going between that and, like, a scene where Alex and Gabrielle are becoming friends again, yeah. which is another thing that happened in this episode, which we'll talk about later. I don't really understand this filler karaoke thing. But then she wins the competition. And then, like, at the end, it's also another song of Miranda singing, kind of joining all these different things together. I'm like, yeah. is this how the show is going to do I with would, their plot lines like, now? It would be like, ridiculous, just... but I would love it. I thought I really like Miranda's voice. She does this weird thing where she's um, punched over when she sings. Yeah, it's so, <laughs> like, unattractive, but amazing. But that's kind of part of it. Like, she's this little gremlin singing. And she also does have a perfect voice. It's a very no. realistic, like, oh, you're at karaoke. Which I also want to say, it's interesting. Maybe there's a medium essay about the way that karaoke is done in Australia, changing from having, like, these open competitions at mm-hmm. bars where you, like, have a number and you sing. Like, I remember that when I was a kid. Okay. To now where it's more like, no, you get a private room. Yeah. You don't do that shit in front of other people. Yeah. That's interesting. Miranda also has a great line where she's talking to Will and she tells him that she won the competition. And then she says, Don't tell Richie though. Why? I don't know. It's just a tiny thing, but it's my thing. It's not about Richie for once. And I was like, okay, that's, Kind of great. And I think Will says, okay, I kind of love that, Miranda. I'm like, yeah, I kind of like that too. I sort of, I I see that, but I was also (laughs) kind of confused because I was like, one, that was the whole tension in the first episode was that Richie did something good and then Miranda was like, why didn't you tell me about it? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard because I guess you had that whole thing where she's like, I don't really care what he does as long as he tells me. But I can kind of understand like he's getting all this success. And maybe she just kind of feels like she wants, rather than having her whole identity tied up in this relationship and like, he needs to know everything. She's like, no, I kind of just want to have this thing for myself for now. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, not like she's never going to tell him. It's just like, this is kind of my thing at the moment. I don't know. I just like that idea of being like, yeah, I'm in a relationship. But I have this other. Yeah. And it's not like a huge thing where it's like, oh, because you didn't tell him. Because obviously I've talked about communicating before and how it's good to be really open and honest. But like, I also think something like that. It's just kind of cute. She was just like, yeah, this is just yeah. something I'm doing. And I think you're right. Like, because when she said that, I was like, huh? Yeah. And I was like, oh God, please don't become this like tension where he's like, no. Because then at the end, Will yeah. takes Richie to watch Miranda sing. And Richie's smiling. Yeah, there's like, no yeah, tension really about cute. it. And like, right, and she's like kind of singing to him in a way. Yeah. So like in that context, yeah. I was like, oh. Take it as a like whole, a I think it gives line. strength to what you were saying. Yeah. It's more of this like sweet, she's got this thing separate to him, not yeah. like this weird revenge. I don't want to yeah, hear yeah. another karaoke yeah. champion. Yeah, <laughs> it should be a great Well, that was my initial, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, where is this going? <laughs> so Richie, we'll just sort of preface the Richie thing now. Oof, oh my God. So. It happened. It happened. We yeah. knew it. We knew it from so far away. We knew it was coming. And it was and we were, so good. Look, I have to say, expect the unexpected. 
it was expected it was going to happen. It was unexpected at how strongly I reacted to it. Yeah. So what they did yeah. really well, there was this sort of prolonged scene where um, Richie is hanging out at the bar, mm-hmm. as usual, with Simon. Mm-hmm. And it kept interrupting it with different scenes. So yeah. like it interrupted it with a Will and Sam scene, the mm-hmm. soccer scene. It interrupted it with a Kelly and Alex scene, which was mm-hmm. cute, but like, Oh, so they're hanging yeah. out, they're drinking, they smoke mm-hmm. a joint, mm-hmm. and they're lying down on, like, a couch, I guess, in the bar, and Simon, who is obviously ready to seduce Richie, oh, so ready, so ready yeah. knows how he's playing it, is like, oh, let's, like, sing karaoke or whatever, they set up the machine, and then he chooses this song called... You're Gorgeous. Yep. Because you're gorgeous, I'd do anything for you. And then they sing together, and wow. as they're singing, Simon's just getting closer and closer, and then eventually they just make out. It uh, is a hot it close is up. So hot. It just went on for a while as well, like thirty seconds. They didn't maybe? back away from it. Yeah. It wasn't like a kiss, weird fade out, or they drop to their knees. You can't see them. Or like a kiss, and then Rich is like, "Oh no!" Like I've so glad they didn't do like, that. It was, yeah. It so was then they like kind of great. sink back onto the couch. Oh. There's like a lot of movement in the mouth. Um, and then like Simon he's getting kissed on the neck. Slips down his neck oh. and then keeps going down. Oh. And then the last shot of their faces is it like panning away as Richie is like in ecstasy. Yeah. It was so beautiful. I just love that it was just like this very no holds barred. Like I wonder whether we're discrediting how progressive TV was in 2001 oh. that I was like, wow, like this is great. No, because I have to say like watching that, I was surprised. Not like necessarily it was two guys kissing, but like the level of intimacy and like yeah. the connection they had with each other. Yeah, like, it was like you quite don't see this steamy on TV. And, like, like it felt real. Like it felt like you were watching two people who were really into each other. Yeah. Like, yeah it wasn't like a They weird... have really good chemistry between yeah. them. And I think Simon's interesting as well. Like he's kind yeah. of this like twitchy and he's slightly older. There was a nice moment where they're talking about it later. Richie feels really awkward about it kind of mm-hmm. avoiding Simon but there's a nice moment I thought where they're in the bathroom together which A I was like oh oh my god like Richie's at the urinal and then Simon stands next to him and Richie walks away and blah 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 obviously yeah. I loved it and then there's like a nice moment where it lingers on Simon looking into the mirror yeah and it was just nice because you got Simon's viewpoint for a second mm-hmm. whereas so far it had been mainly them together or Richie like Simon yeah. hasn't really had his own yeah thing so yeah. it was really nice and what do you think that viewpoint was I don't know. It was interesting. It was, like, ambiguous. Uh-huh. Like, if he looked fatigued from it or if he was just kind of, like... It was quite a neutral face. Mm. But I'm going to be interested to see. Because, obviously, I think as an older gay man, he's probably used to this kind of thing in a way. The way that Richie's reacting. Yeah, I guess so. I thought it was almost like he was like, oh, no. Here we go. That's this is going to be a thing now. That's what I wanted. He's yeah. like, oh, Jesus. Fucking yeah. straight dudes. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It'll be interesting as well what they do with Richie, whether it's going to be like, oh, I'm sorry to this Miranda. I love you so much. Or if it will be like a coming out kind of story or like a query, like he's be- yeah. his identity as opposed to just an act he did once. Yeah. 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 I guess we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. So the other plot line was Alex and Gabrielle become friends again. Yay. I was so happy. So Alex slips a photo of them under Gabrielle's door with I Miss You written on the back. It was so sweet. And then like Gabrielle opens the door and Alex is just standing, like kind of walking away. Yeah. But they kind of just have this moment where they're looking at each other. And Gabrielle has her hand on the door. I was like, oh my God, is she going to slam it yeah. shut? She goes to move it. I was like, oh my God, she's going to slam it. No. But no, she opens it up wider and then like sort of stands aside, like come in to Alex. Yeah. And then they're friends again. And there's a few more um, scenes of them. Like, and it was good. Like it wasn't tension free. Like there was a bit where... 
they're talking about how Alex slept with the guy, the surgeon who was on yeah. the examination board. He's like, she's such a dickhead because he was really anti um, not doing the surgery. Yeah. And she's kind of like, I just slept with him. And it's sort of like a little bit of tension there. Yeah. There it was, was like the right level of like, we're friends again. But like, yeah. And then like, I think they make a joke and then like, yeah. I was like, okay, like, we're going to move on from that. Really and then there's like, at the end, Gabrielle leaves a voice message. Really. I know that if you liked me, Gabrielle, do you want to have a drink? If you do, just come to the food bar in about 20 minutes. Okay. Might see you there. That was like a bit awkward as well. Obviously, in the past, they would have been such good friends. Yeah, that, that wouldn't have been necessary. But I think we're nice to show that they're trying. They're both trying to get back some sort of relationship. I was like, yay! Like, thank you for rekindling their love. Yeah, it was so nice. It was really yeah. nice. Bouncing off of that, my MVP. I had two mm-hmm. this week. Also, two moments with two characters, yeah. and one was Gabrielle for. Kicking Jason out. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> like, I have so many notes. I'm like, why are you still married? Why are you still together? I know. Finally. She- the whole episode, they're kind of, like, bickering and fighting, and they're doing marriage counseling. It's just, like, a whole Jason's thing. such a prick. Jason's such a douche. But at the end, he gets home. And it's really weird, because she was just, like, kind of like, hey, do you want a drink? And he's like, yeah, sure. Like, going on about how hard his day was. And she gets a drink, and he's like, I want you to move out. I was like, <laughs> What? That just went from zero to a hundred, yeah. like really quickly. When she was like, "I'm gonna order Indian," he's like, "Fine." Yeah, they're <laughs> fighting over. I don't know. It just comes out of nowhere. I was just really happy that she just kind of put her foot down and was like, "This is not working." Again, maybe that's a bit of a low bar to set for an MVP, but I was just like, I think that in combination with her and Alex yeah. becoming friends again, I was like. I'm happy for you that you were realizing that you are a person distinct from this relationship and that you can be like, actually, this is not worth me putting my time and energy into. And I was just like happy she finally got to that point and is like valuing the more important relationship from my perspective, which is the Alex relationship. Like she's valuing that over this like absolute dick who like does not care about her. No, it is so consistently there's, he basically has an outburst once she tells him to leave where he's like, Jesus, if we we're gonna break up anyway, I wish I'd fucked you a thousand fucking times. I was just like, that's. She was a mess. So I think I was just happy she did that. And that kind of came after my other MVP moment, which was Kelly so good. kicking out Joseph from her bed. Oh my god. So the whole episode, like, yeah, he's just coming over to have sex with her, basically. And she's like, he's such an enigma. Like, I just have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'm like, so Kelly. Glad they broke through that. I know, I was like, Kelly. No, what's going on is he's a dick. Anyway, and then he comes over with flowers and, like, takes her out for lunch. And then at the lunch, he, like, goes to split up the bill by how much they ordered, which he does every time, which is kind of weird. She's like, can't we just split it down the middle? Like, I had half, you had half. And then he's like, I bought you flowers. They were really expensive, you know. And she's like, are you serious? That was hilarious. I was, like, laughing. Because I actually think the actor... Because I was going to make him my low light, but then I thought he actually played it in a really amusing way. He was, he was just yeah. like, they were really expensive. Yeah. And it was just funny. Like, yeah. I was laughing. So then they go back to her bedroom, and then she's kind of just like, don't get too excited. I don't have any condoms, so we're not going to have sex. And he's like, oh, we'll just do it anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then her voiceover is just like, Joseph wasn't an enigma. He just wasn't a very nice person. And then for once, I did something completely unexpected. Joseph is stingy, boring, and self-obsessed. If I spend one more moment with you, I'm going to kill you. Kill myself. 
It was so good. And then she throws his clothes <laughs> out the window. And he's like, what? I always love the idea. They didn't show this, but the idea of him yeah, just having out. to walk out naked. <laughs> I like retrieve his clothes from the bushes below. Oh, like so in the good. middle of the day as well, because it was a lunchtime thing. I was like, that would be so amazing. I was so happy because I think Kelly kind of lost her way a little bit for me in yeah. the last couple of episodes. Just being too kind of like uh, fawning and yeah. like uncertain and over a nothing really like it wasn't a relationship it was yeah. just some dude wanting to have sex with her basically so i just really like that those two characters both had their moment where they're like hang on no you're like you're a dick and you can get out of my life i'm yeah. like good, good i think joke. that's part of why the episode was so enjoyable because they mm. finally weren't just doing these kind of tropey things where you were like i don't see why you're upset about this or yeah like, I don't see why this is such a big deal. This has happened too quickly. Mm. Like, it just had them reacting in a really kind of genuine and entertaining way. Yeah. It was fun. Who's your MVP? My MVP was Alex. Mm. Um, so we sort of already discussed this, but basically Alex, mainly for her handling of the whole baby genital surgery thing, mm. I thought it was really good. Like, aside mm. from still having, like, a kind of, the baby had to be male or female, and we have to decide that now. Yeah. I thought it was really quite sensitive how they did the whole thing. So basically she was really pushing, we don't need to have this unnecessary surgery. It's mm-hmm. important that she choose for herself when she's old enough. This isn't a big deal. And then the other pediatrician who was the guy she slept with was really like, why are you being such a bee about this? Like, oh. Yeah. He has this great kind of interchange where he's like, is this some bullshit feminist thing, is it? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Thinking it's important for a woman to have an orgasm is a bullshit feminist thing. In fact, I'm a lesbian. I'm a big dyke. Because as you'd know, most women aren't interested in their own orgasm. So I thought that was really great. And she just kind of was like standing up to him a lot. They have a good discussion about how she's like, I wonder whether part of the reason I'm finding so much opposition to this, because she gets told off there's a complaint made about her. She's mm-hmm. like, because all the surgeons are male. And I wonder if the situations were reversed, would they be that invested in what her genitals look like? And yeah, it was just really kind of great to see her stand up in that way and it's kind of become i think part of her personality now because she did that in the other episode as well yeah and now i feel like she's revisiting it more and more and not only at work i felt this episode but outside Mm. of it like she had some great zingers at one point jason is kind of talking to her about something and then she's like oh ask him about marriage counseling and he says you know my relationship with gabrielle is between me and her i don't want to discuss it with you yeah. So I was like, oh, Alex, like, good response. Because as we've talked about before, like, he's just been fucking up all over the place. I it's think like it's really become tolerance. part of her character to just be like, you know what? Like, fuck off. Yeah, no. and I really hope, because obviously last episode ended with them kissing. And, like, it didn't yeah. seem like I was really picked up this episode. And I hope that it doesn't become a thing again. I hope now that Alex and Gabrielle are friends again. Like, hopefully she can put it in perspective and be like, this dude is a dick. And I don't want to fuck up my friendship again. What was your low light? Well, feeding off that discussion about the whole case in the hospital, my low light was just... The super mask dad. Oh, it was so weird. <laughs> in the I just did not. I obviously understand in that like people are fucked. He was just so upset about it, and like to the point where he was almost like a caricature. Which like obviously they kind of needed that for this plotline to have any like, meat to but it. Yeah, so the dad was just really. Angry. He was just so angry. Like when Alex is saying, "Oh." maybe it's best we don't do the surgery until she consents, and like it could also affect her ability to have an orgasm. And he's like what are you talking about? And he's like, bloody hell. Like, he's just so enraged about it. It's like, 
your child is a person. Your child is going to have sex one day, probably, like maybe. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just really weird. And then the dad, whose name is Ron, was like, oh, so she's a freak about his own child. I know. He gets... And then props to the mom who just goes, shut up, Ron. Mom was good because the mom was kind of conflicted as well, but like wasn't this like screamy mess. She just wasn't like the dad. She just so, wanted to know what to do about Yeah, she was just like, I'm not sure what to do. What would you do if this was your child to Alex? She was like, I would wait until yeah. she was old enough to consent. And then the mom was like, do you have children, Alex? Like, no. But it wasn't, kind of she like, wasn't like, well, then you wouldn't know. It was just kind yeah, of like she was another just kind piece of, like, of information. Yeah, exactly. One of the final scenes of that storyline, Alex gets told that they're not going to do the surgery because... Like her senior guy. Yeah, it? yeah. Says they're not going to do the surgery basically because of Alex's argument and all the research she put before him. Then she walks past the room and the dad's just like holding the child crying and bawling. It was bawling. very strange. I wrote strange moment at the end. Not sure what to make a husband cry in Alex's look. It was yeah, weird. it was weird because I was like, is she reconsidering? I don't know. I was like, why is it that big a deal? And like, obviously, it was described as a tragedy that the child was born like this and like wasn't going to have surgery. And then Alex had the great line. Well, that's the tragedy. It's not that she's got this incredibly serious condition that's going to require treatment for the rest of her life, but that there's one tiny, tiny piece of her body that doesn't look exactly like the way her father wants it to look. Which is amazing. This yeah, is that was really show. Good. That was kind of, yeah, another bit where I was like, wow, like, yeah. this is great. Yeah. My comment was, like, the masked dad crying. Dude, is it really that big a deal? It's more big a deal that she, you know, would have to take hormones for the rest of her life. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, that's probably... Which like, did not face him at all. Yeah, that wasn't what he was crying about. He was crying about that his daughter might get, like, looked at in the locker room funny. And <laughs> Alex is like... I haven't been out of the boys' locker room, but I didn't see any vaginas. Yeah, I was like, that's really true. I never saw someone else's genitals in the change room. I mean, like, I did in the boys' one, but, yeah. like, it's probably different. Yeah, it just, that's just not really a thing that, like, you're doing. I think it was good in a way that Alex, like, he's kind of eyes sort of dry as he looks up at Alex, and she kind of gives this sort of shaken expression. Mm. I'm not sure what it is. But again, I like that as a kind of another element of her, just kind of a bit of complexity and, like... Yeah, I guess. I don't think she was being, like, I agree with you. She was just kind of like, okay. Like, I can see that this is affecting you, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Having, like, empathy I'm in some way, but also being, like... Standing your ground yeah, in the actual position. Yeah. What was your little life? I'm actually going to keep it really short, because I was really happy with this episode. and didn't think there were really any... Big low lights. My only thing I was that that's for all the people who say we are too negative, too, too negative on this podcast. The episode has to earn it, and this one did. It really did. I the only thing I had down was I initially was going to say Joseph, but then I thought that it just meant led to such a great scene, and yeah. I thought the actor was quite funny. He did well. Um, so I just kind of had that I was really tired of Gabrielle and Jason's storyline. Mm-hmm. I feel like Gabrielle has had the same face for like so many shots where yeah. she's like. Oh, and, like, Jason's just, like, being such a loose cannon. So I'm glad that hopefully that has been put to rest. I know yeah. we said that before. We um, said that last episode, or, like, two episodes ago, we're like, it's over, he's moved out, and then... He wasn't. The next... So hopefully next that's done. And I'll be interested to see where Jason and Gabriella's separate characters go. So what was your theme, now? My theme was, again, sort of centred around, like, what was the theme of the episode, expecting the unexpected. In terms of, like, relationships... I guess, like, obviously I've talked about communicating again and again on this podcast, but, like, just with the whole Kelly thing, they really needed to talk about what they wanted out of this relationship. So I was like, it's quite clear that what they want is different things. Like, Kelly wants quite a normative, kind stable, of, like, serious, like, yeah. stable relationship, like, being like, when am I going to see you? Like, kind of, like, when you stay over? Like, you yeah. know, 
Whereas it was quite obvious that Joseph just wanted something casual, like yeah. kind of see for a few weeks, but then like, hey, like call you up, come over, you drop in, yeah. you know, let's have sex kind of thing. Which I was like, independently, both those things are fine, but like, obviously they hadn't talked about it. And it's kind of something that I was like, they needed to discuss this probably from the start and just, or maybe not right at the start, but like, you know, maybe after they slept together for the first time or like Kelly started feeling maybe a bit serious. I just feel like it should have been raised. Instead, I feel like she just like assumed that he was like wanting a relationship as yeah, well. And then was like, like, oh, it's so unexpected that he's dropping in and out. Yeah. And I was like, well... Is it? Like, it's not. Yeah, like, when is he given any kind of indication? Yeah. Aside from the fact, I think maybe just she's like, oh, we're sleeping together, so therefore... I think he called her his girlfriend at once. Oh, that's right. And we were, like, we were shocked when that happened, too. That was just weird, and, like, I don't know. I still think, even if someone called you their girlfriend, you could still have that conversation. There was a line where Kelly says about her workplace, Everyone's perfectly honest about wanting a boyfriend or a girlfriend. None of this too cool for school acting. God, it must be a relief. And I was just like, you, you could be, be like honest. that too. Yeah. You could be honest and be like, what I really want is like, he's a boyfriend. He and I feel like, like he would then be like, I'm sorry, I don't. Yeah, and then you'd be it like, might not be cool, then. well, I'm not going to, like, keep doing this then. I will just see you later. Like, plenty of fish in the sea kind of thing. Yeah. That was kind of my theme. I guess being like, yeah, you can expect the unexpected, but there should be some communication to, like, make sure that... The unexpected isn't this totally, like, a thing you could have ex- anticipated if you had... I had just talked about it. Yeah. I think that was a bit where, like, the unexpected is, like, fun and sex. Even there, I'm like, yeah, but also there should be communication yeah. about, like, what you like or not, because, like, otherwise the unexpected could be, like, really traumatic for someone. Yeah, or, like, exactly. you know, it's expecting the unexpected, but with boundaries yeah. and communication. Which would have been an amazing episode title. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what about you? My theme was kind of thinking about giving in to desire and instinct against your better judgment in the context of Richie and Simon and Miranda. So obviously we've panned Jason and rightfully so for his kind mm-hmm. of sleep with Alex. And obviously that's different because Alex and Gabriel are best friends. But, you know, there was presumably some kind of chemistry between Alex and Jason mm-hmm. that led to them kind of sleeping together in the first place. Yeah. And, I mean, it wasn't as built up as Richie and Simon. But, obviously, yeah. we were, like, loving it yeah. when Richie and Simon were happening. Maybe just a relief at having a kind of non-hetero thing on the show. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time, he is cheating on Miranda. Yeah. And, like, she is kind of indicated in conversations the show has shown but she's like, I'm happy for him to do different things as long as he <laughs> says it to me. So she's sort of given him that opening if he wanted to. I mean, I don't think at this point it seems like Richie kind of anticipated what was happening. Although surely he did. There was so much He would have known that something was going on. And, you know, he kept, like, dropping in there. Like, he would have... If you were a chick, you know. Yeah. Like, I think he would have known they were, like, flirting. So, like, on some level. In that sense, he could have maybe... It would be difficult, but spoken to Miranda about it or something. After it happens, what I thought was another really good scene, kind of crawls into bed after having a shower, kind of guiltily, and is like, kind of said, whispers to Miranda, I love you. Mm. And then she has a great line in response, which is, I thought this was a no pants bed. Which yeah. I thought was like a really great line to capture just kind of like their intimacy. Yeah. And like the longevity of their relationship. But it was kind of, it's weird we're both like super jubilant at this happening, but also it's going to be really helpful for Miranda potentially, potentially. when she finds out. Like maybe he'll explain to her, but really he still kind of breached her trust. Yeah. When um he didn't have to. 
But you can kind of see why. Like, he, I don't know, it was like a thing that he's kind of obviously uncertain about what he wants there and kind of just yeah. in the moment it seemed right. But I don't know, what were your thoughts on that? Kind of? I feel like the complexity for me is like maybe he hasn't communicated it and may not communicate it because of like feeling shame, like queer yeah. shame. Yeah. One of the things I sort of wrote down while it was happening I was like, oh, I'm really enjoying this, that it didn't end in like a kiss with Simon and then like Richard being like, oh, this is gross. But then there was kind of that awkward after scene where Richard was just like, okay, bye. And like, it was a bit strange. And I was, and mm. then he's in the shower, like kind of, there was a lot of guilt, but I was like, is this because he slept with someone some, else yeah. or without telling Miranda? Yeah. Or because he slept with a dude yeah. or like, you know, had some sort of interaction with a dude. I feel like maybe attention in future episodes will be him being like, not so much like I should tell Miranda that I slept with someone else, but should I tell Miranda that I slept with a dude? And like, what does that mean for me? Like, my yeah. sexuality? Like, and I feel like that for me, like, I could be totally wrong here, but that for me was the tension that I was picking up on. I almost feel like if it was a woman, I don't know, because like, it's interesting when Miranda did the whole like monogamy is bullshit kind of comment Speech, yeah. and like i wonder if her and richie have ever talked about that and you know we don't know we haven't seen it on the show but like what if they have and therefore like maybe if richie slept with a woman or like has something he would have told her but like maybe it's a it's different the, thing because it's a guy like he's like i don't know how to bring this up and like what the implications are i think that you're right i think that that is the difference that mm. because and i think also there's a difference that it was his first time ever doing that presumably presumably because yeah you know, if it was if it was established that he slept with men as well, yeah, then it yeah. would kind of remove any sort of space for him to be like, I just wasn't yeah. sure what you would say and like how this would be. Yeah, you know, it would really change things if it was just this accepted part of his personality. Yeah, and I think from the context of the show, like we can accept that even if it's happened before, it's not a part it's not of a, his personality. Yeah, like, it's not an open thing. thing. Yeah, um, and yeah. like for a show where everyone shares so many things. Yeah, you know, it's definitely <laughs> not. I think that you would feel uncomfortable if he does have these kind of query feelings. You would feel kind of uncomfortable in his current social group. Yeah, maybe like I think you'd especially feel, with like Evan and Will. Oh who are like, oh, gross about sleeping with a dude. Yeah, like, I think you'd feel. I think you'd feel in a way like. Miranda would be the person you would feel most okay speaking about it with. Although, yeah. like, Kelly and Alex are constantly, oh, like, my God. Kelly, like, grabbed Alex's boob and was like, ah! And then she was like, oh, I was just reaching for an M&M. And your <laughs> boob confused with the M&M. I was like, oh, my God. What, what is hilarious. On? That just came. I think that was it one of the scenes that interrupted the ritual. It was. And so it was, like, this kind of hilarious moment where you've got this, like, finally this, like, serious thing is happening. And then it's just this, like, what? Just kind of gripped you there. I was like, I love this. It was good. I think you're right. I think that is the difference. And it's going to be interesting to see how Miranda responds and what Richie does from here. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I thought that it was really great how they didn't do the push away. And I think that the awkwardness afterwards, again, was more in the vein of, like, I just had this... Thing with someone I don't know how to deal with you now. Yeah, and now also like I'm gonna have to see you again. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was necessarily a, like get your gay hands. Oh no, no. But we'll see not. what happens. Yeah, we will. Should we do a random character generator? Yeah. In certain note, we failed. We failed at the random character generator. We could not identify either Ella or Tom. If anyone um, watches the episode, 
and knows who they are, please tweet at us because we're not going to include our little like muttering to each other. Scrolling through the yeah, episode to try to see. We have no idea who either of these people are. I think, look, we've had a good episode. I think let's just leave it at that. Yeah, I think it's fine. And like it lends weight to the praise we've given other bit characters that these ones were completely forgettable. Exactly. Yeah. So until next week, you can find us on Twitter, Not So Secret Pod. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to see next week. Like, I'm so excited. Oh, it's, it's been, really... the show is hitting the sweet spot. And it, I hope it continues. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. So until then, see you later. Bye.